previously on Improvised D&D. <laughs> a blazing onyx card has come out of the Book of Prophecy. The ancient heroes have begun to rise from their graves, bringing forth the pitiless end of time. If the remains are reinterred in their graves, you might be able to slow the coming apocalypse. Gregadiah the ghost, you remember a single small cloaked figure broke the marble covering over your companion's graves and stole magic items and organs. A bright shining beam of purple then yellow light shoots up from whatever is at the top. As you zoom in on the face, you see the gnomish orphan, Jeremy. Told you it was that kid, I'm gonna kill that little thumb bitch. Scout, scout, you know how paper airplanes work? I do. Throw me. Okay. <laughs> Will soars up the mountain and lands squarely on the two traps left behind by this child. Oh no. Plumes of spores erupt around the Asimar, and he is invisible amidst the rolling desert sands, you lose track of Quill as he is pushed off the side of the mountain. Hello, and welcome to Improvise D&D, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, which is an extension of our weekly show every Sunday at 7 p.m. at Otherworld Theater in Chicago. I am joined by three intrepid heroes from the Adventurers Guild as they embark on a quest of my own making. How is it improvised? I have lost control of a lot of things, including our wonderful NPCs, played by Kaylee Ravinsky and Quentin Hess. Hello. Hello. Now let's introduce our heroes. Hi, uh, my name is Quill Havencrest, and nobody likes it when I sing. I'm a verbal. You can call me Scout if you like. Uh, the song was great. I'm Caustic the Scathing, Lich Mage, and that song was not good. I'm the jingle writer in the group. Now that we've thoroughly roasted Quill, he is alone on the slopes of a sliding dune and completely enveloped by this this cascading, blooming fountain of spores that he has just set off. Quill, please roll a quick constitution save. Uh, okay. That's a four! You inhale a lot of the spores and begin to sort of... It smells great! Choke and (laughs) uh, blindly make your way across the dunes. We cut back to Scout and Caustic as they continue to try and scale up to the burial site. Their side of the dunes has somewhat calmed, so it's a little easier. You don't have to roll to ascend, but Quill is still missing. Thank you for carrying me. Oh, you're welcome. I, I figured... I won't take small, quick steps. I'm just going to take large leaps and try to get up this thing faster. Yay! Whee! Did you see Quill land? Uh, no, but... Yeah, I think he uh, almost... I didn't see him since those things exploded. I'm a bit concerned about Quill. You probably shouldn't breathe any of this stuff up here, by the way. Oh, that's a good idea. I reach into my pack and I pull out a handkerchief. Do you want one, too? Um, for fashion? No, I'm fine. Caustic, you told me your dream was to be in fashion. I don't want to go into this. It's just very private. We're still scaling the, the dune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tied around my face this, this handkerchief, and I'm like, all right, if you don't want to talk about it, we won't talk about it. It's not fashionable to tie around bandana around your face either. What was that? Nothing. It's fine. You look great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I take that as a compliment from the fashion expert over here. 
Dungeon Master, how am I affected by these spores, or can I just not breathe? Quill continues to stumble blindly forth into the desert in hopes of finding his friends. At this point, they have not found him, and he continues to get further and further lost. Uh, I call out, uh, Caustic! Scout! Do we hear him? Um, Quill, roll with disadvantage since you are shouting through the spores that are sort of climbing up your throat. Three. That's a three. The other one was a 15. Your voice is muffled. You don't think they heard you. Oh, you know, I could probably sing here and no one would hear. But I won't. Scout and Caustic, meanwhile, you have arrived at the top of the burial mound to find it in complete shambles. Um, The entire site seems to have been rocked by the still softly shaking sands around you. And you look and the entire waste seems to be undulating with this strange energy of the disturbed earth. Caustic, we are at the gravesite of Samuel Sonoboros. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, you'd know. It's from your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well... This is a really special moment for me. Okay. It's kind of a mess, though. But I'm also really worried about Quill. Yep, it's all this mushroom gas. That can't be good for him, either. I don't think he has a handkerchief. Do you think he's just, like, stumbling out there like an idiot? Yes, I absolutely think that's what he did. Dungeon Master, I stumble around like an idiot. Uh, Deeper and deeper into the waste. Uh, Further and further lost. Do my hands find purchase on any... uh, On any... uh, uh, On the mound? Uh, There's stone... Uh, is it is it going into desert? Can I can I tell that I'm leaving the mound? Uh, you roll perception. Um, it's a ten. There's sand around, but mm. not a lot of identifying features. Mm. You know, dungeon master, I am just gonna sit and stay put. Okay, Quill waits. Back on the burial mound, Scout, you sort of see scattered bones, just like the burial site you just came to a while back with the three adventurers who were interred in marble. This just seems to be dirt and bones. Um, You do see, however, uh, yellow uh, mushroom stalks that sort of trace a path deeper into the wastes, as well as directly back to town. Roll perception... To see if you see Quill's tracks and where he impacted. I got a 14. A 14. So even among the shifting sands, which make it very difficult to track Quill, you see a sort of soft imprint of where he hit the ground hard and continued down, sliding down the side of the dune, um, perpendicular to that line that leads deeper into the desert and straight back to town that line of yellow mushroom stalks so it looks like we got two paths we can find quill which is what i think we should do first and then we can follow these mushroom stalks to find jeremy (laughs) is there anything that you want to look at while we're here um i mean i could do an arcane knowledge check i guess See if I can figure out where anything important is. Sure. Okay. You look inside the burial. That's a two. Nope. <laughs> the burial go. site and uh, find absolutely nothing. It's a hole. Let's go. I'm just feeling a bit emotional right now. Okay. Great. I, just, I don't need a moment. I don't know if that's what you're insinuating, but I, 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 I need a moment just to center myself. 
He's probably dying out there in this gas. I, I just. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Let's go find. Quill. Okay. <laughs> As you make your way down uh, the side of the mountain, you see the stalks sort of growing exponentially higher and higher, as if creating a massive yellow wall of fungus. Ew. This is both the trail potentially to Jeremy, and uh, a border that would cause some problems for you. But first, we're gonna cut back to Quill, who is. Lost in the gases of this spore cloud. Dungeon in master. fact, yes. What did you? How about no, you? You go. Okay. There is a large, bright yellow spore floating right in front of you. Um. It's just floating. It's just floating, drifting. It's about the size of your head. Um. Dungeon master, I would like to roll Arcana with advantage on this spore to Great. see if I can understand uh, what its properties are. 16. 16. Um, you look at this spore and its arcane properties are mysterious. You know mm. that it carries a powerful magical signature, perhaps tied to the origin of these spores, and that this signature might carry some sort of mental energy from the person who originated these spores, mm. who is casting this sort of magical conjuration to bring them into existence. This is a fungal mancer. Mm. Uh, Dungeon Master, uh, am I still afflicted by the spores? Can I see? Uh, you can see the spores around you. But that's just about it, huh? That's just about it. Um, hmm. And as you ponder your lost sight, this <sighs> spore contracts and oh no. then oh no. suddenly bursts. Uh, Dungeon Master, is that a dexterity saving throw for me to dodge it? Or this is, is this? a no save. Okay. You go into seemingly a vision, maybe a vision of the future or a memory of the past. You open your eyes to um, textured lumpy darkness, the sharp taste of metallic soil on your tongue, and your intake of breath pulls dirt into your mouth, the weight of the mud above you forcing you to blink loose soil from your eyes. Strangely, your limbs are small and childlike and not your own. What do you do? I, I I attempt to, to to claw my way out of this grave. Okay, let's roll a strength check. Fourteen. You push the dirt slowly, excruciatingly Why slowly. Are these hands so small. Off of you. Um and you begin to climb up out of this grave, hunger in your stomach, your lips sort of dry and cracking from thirstiness. And uh, you surface in the nighttime, and you feel pressure, a strong pressure in your right ear. Ow. Uh, is, it, is it just something in my head? Do you investigate it? Yes, absolutely. Okay, you pull. There's something stuck in your ear, and your oh, ear is gross. actually somewhat pointed. Oh. Hmm. Unlike your own ears. Uh, I look down. Am I taller or shorter than usual? You are about two feet tall. Well, this is fun. You're able to, after some effort, pull the thing in your ear from your ear, and you feel a surge of power through your veins as you see that it is a yellow spore, it seems, in the shape of a beating heart, and it beats softly. A compulsion to swallow it comes over you. Oh, Do that, you resist? That's fucked up. Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh... Well, I suppose I'm going with the flow. I, I eat it. You eat it. 
and power once again surges through the veins of this small body, and you see a looming clawed creature step up behind you and suddenly the vision ends. The spores have cleared around you and you look up at a clear desert sky. Whoa. You are alone. Whoa. We cut back to Scout and Caustic who are still tracking your steps. Um, after it- a time, night has fallen. It becomes really hard to you accurately track where he has gone as the sands have literally shifted. I reach into my pack and I pull out uh, a flint rock and I have enough kindling in here to make a small torch. Caustic, if I make a torch, will you hold that up for us as I try to maneuver us around? Uh, Fine. Thank you. Can't do everything. So I I pull those things out. My hand also brushes up against the, the mushrooms that I collected from earlier. And I'm like, hmm. Hey, hey, Caustic. Yep. You can't eat mushrooms, right? Nope. These mushrooms seem to have magical properties. Mm-hmm. Would you like to take a look at them anyway? Alrighty. Yeah, All I'm right. gonna use my uh, arcane roll. <laughs> roll with advantage for arcane knowledge. Ten. All right. Uh, with a ten, you are. There's not an active magical effect on these mushrooms at this time. They were once part of a sort of conjuration from the Book of Prophecy. The yellow and purple colors seem to bear the same magical signature as the uh, sort of exploding path of yellow mushrooms that you just saw up on the burial mound, and they're definitely related. But beyond that, you can't really tell with a 10. Mm. (sighs) Okay, I got it lit. You ready to trade? Yep. I pass up the torch. Too caustic. Thank you. Pass down the mushrooms. Got it. I don't want these. So, I'm guessing they can't lead me along anywhere, can they? I mean, probably not, because we're surrounded by mushrooms, so it's not really going to do a smell thing. Well, see, I've... I am a a, a creature of the forest, so I I do sample all kinds of greenery and whatnot. Mm. I can learn a lot about them. I'm I'm curious if if I... taste something oh boy on these mushrooms if if it'll help us with our path or because it kind of seems like we're getting swallowed by these uh this wall of yellow right now yeah um i guess if you want to try it that seems like a bad idea to eat mushrooms you don't know what they are but go for it that's okay i'm a scout i'm not i'm not too worried and i'm already dead so we need to find quill though yeah okay dm i'm gonna take a small bite of a mushroom uh, as you do so, please roll for constitution as a sort of tightness in your throat comes over you. That's a six. And you just feel incredibly lonely. Just impossibly, impossibly lonely as you eat this mushroom. Um, you uh, lose your sense of sight and can only hear whispering winds. You can still feel Caustic on your back, but you can't hear him. You do, however, know the exact location and direction of travel of another uh, spore-infected individual and uh, one that is sitting very still in the middle of the desert. So one is headed directly west at a fast pace and one is sitting very still, just uh, just south of you, just stationary. 
I can't hear anything, Caustic. Uh, can you kick me if you can hear my voice? I kick you. Okay, thanks. Not so hard next time, my goodness. Um, I'm completely blind, but I, I can feel things. I can feel other mushrooms. And I think, I think the right thing to do is to head towards one of them. And I, I guess I won't know if I'm there and I won't know if you're protesting. So I'm just going to straight sprint towards the one that's not moving. Kick. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, you begin to sprint blindly forwards. I'm going to have you make a roll, a, a dexterity roll. It's a 12. It's a 12. It's good enough. It's good enough. It's not so hard to run blindly because of your Furbolg Ranger abilities. And after about, uh, I'd say, 15 minutes of a light jog, you come upon uh, the location. And Caustic, looking down from the scout's shoulders, where you are currently perched, you can see that Quill is sort of just sitting. I, uh, my pupils are enormous, and I am looking <laughs> off into the distance, and I'm holding the Book of Prophecy. Nah, he's tripping hard. And, and why are the ears pointy? They were pointy ears. Ugh. And then I was in. I was underground. I was buried. I, was, I, was buried I bend over and just, like, put my hand up to brace Caustic, because I know that Caustic's still there, but I have no yeah. idea what's happening right now. Right. <laughs> um, hmm. This is an awkward situation. I was... Uh, you know what? I'm going to go through Scout's pack and see if they have any el- any of the other good berries that might help out. <laughs> um, <laughs> that always seems to see. work. That's what they do. Uh, you assume that Scout just carries good berries in yeah. their pouch. That may or may not be the case. Let's roll for it. Okay. That's a three. <laughs> you find that Scout's pouch of good berries is completely bare. Wonderful. You don't know if it always is, and they just sort of sleight of hand a magical good berry every time they conjure one. But it's completely empty. You cannot get any. Empty bag. All right. Um. Oh, hi, Caustic. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey. (sighs) How long have you been here? A couple minutes. Mm. What you see in there, buddy? Epochs of suffering. Oh, that's neat. Mm. (laughs) I just feel so alone right oh, now. Scout. Uh, Scout. Caustic, what's up with Scout? She ate some of those mushrooms. Oh, no. Yeah, it's probably not good. Were they formed into double helixes? Yep, that's the one. Scout. No. Uh, uh, dun- dungeon Master, uh, I would like to cast uh, Power Word Heal. All right. That's a rolled ability. It sure is. That would be a nine. So I'm going to say that's a fail, and Scout is stunned for a short period of time since oh, your power will right heal one. backfires. Oh, good. Mm. Mm. They oh, are stunned oh. for 10 minutes. Oh, they just fell over. Hmm. Uh, Caustic, you, you and I are, uh, are mages, uh, not known for our physical strength in, in, in uh, carding uh, a 10 foot. Ranger, and you seem to be pretty high right now. So uh, I'm not low, mm-hmm. not low. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I had a great vision that I was buried underground. I was some pointy-eared, uh, uh-huh. short race of two feet. I, I had to claw my way up through the ground. Gnomes. Uh, perhaps uh, I pulled out of my ear this beating golden heart. That's gross. And then I had to eat it because it felt like the right thing to do. From your ear? From the ear. Okay. And then I, 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 I sensed a clawed creature behind me, and then I awoke here. And then you guys were here, and I, and I, man, I'm not a good healer, am I? Not really, no. Mm. 
Hmm. Stuck in the middle of the desert without your navigator, ranger, and first aid provider. You both look at each other as night falls darker and darker. It is becoming very chilly. So do you want to make camp? I mean, you do you. Do you. I'm just going to wait here. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I got this torch. D- Dungeon Master, I would like to go into Scout's pack uh, and, and try to assemble their tent. I'm going to make you roll that with disadvantage yeah, that because makes it sense. is not your skill set. Say that's an eight. That's an eight. You assemble a tent. It's pretty droopy. Um, you haven't quite figured out where some of the poles go. Mm. Okay, that looks fun for you. It isn't. It's around this time, ten minutes later, when Scout comes back into consciousness. Uh, they can hear. They can still not see, apparently, due to the effects of the mushroom. Quill was touching your stuff. Oh, Scout. <laughs> Yeah, get it out. Oh, it's a hard come down, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you want some water to wash your mouth out? Am I alone? No. Can you hear us? Wait. Scout! Hello. If there's something in your ear, you might have to eat it. Oh. Wait, there's... there. Quill? Hello. Yeah. Hey. It's I'm here too. Yes, it's oh, both of us. Uh, uh, so, uh, very embarrassing. Uh, power words, there's just so many. And some of them heal, some of them kill, some of them stun. And, you know, I just never have found the right one that I'm looking for. So, my apologies. I was trying to heal your affliction. Made it a little worse, you know. Well, you know what, Quill? If you'd have killed me, I had no idea. Well, couldn't... Oh, ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's 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 fair. Um, ooh. Uh, so, uh, I, I had a vision uh, that... Uh, and I relay the vision that I just explained to Caustic. It was weird. Well, that, that kind of tracks with the small feet and the the small tracks that w- that we, we saw along the way coming to look for you. Mm-hmm. These these spores, they are houses for the mental energy of the fungomancer that casts these spore magics. You know what, Quill? Hmm? I took the mushrooms that, w- that came from your book. Yeah, you ate them. I did. Yeah, as Caustic told me. I ate them, and I could see you. Mm-hmm. Kinda, but like as a mushroom? Mm. It's very dangerous to eat the, the fungus of the devil's mushrooms. Well, I, I think it turned out okay. Mm. Can you see where the other yes, can you, mushroom can you, person is? Scout is still blind, so in your mind's eye, you see, in quotation marks, the lo- current location of the other mushroom, which is far to the west sort of along that trail of yellow mushroom stalks. Well, it seems far away, but also much further west than we've been traveling so far. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, oh, how about this? Uh, uh, Caustic, uh, you being the, the lightest one, if uh, you could hop onto Scout's shoulders... I'd like and to be carried, yes. Uh, yes, yes, it, it works for everyone. Uh, and, and if you could uh, help Scout uh, walk forward... Uh, Scout, can you see? I cannot see anything. Uh, could if you could possibly you you know when you when you're driving a carriage? No, you've I don't never, drive. You've never okay. Oh yes, you're you're. Like, yes. I'll just climb up on his shoulders and, on their shoulders and just kick them the direction I want them to go. Is that good for you? It's all we got right now. Okay. I guess I, I can I, fashion I, something. There we go. Oh, there you go. It seems as though he fits into your pack like a like a Bjorn. Well, the tent's out, so there's room for me now. Oh, hey, by the way, did you build this tent, Quill? I 
Sure did. It's not bad. You can you can hear it that it's about to crack, can't you? Scout's being really nice right now. Scout's always being really nice. <laughs> tent looks terrible. I just start walking off. <laughs> you gonna leave your tent? Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the party continues on through much of the night, pursuing into the depths of the waste this uh, strange preteen gnome that has gotten into some stuff. Up ahead in the wastes, dawn begins to rise and slightly lighten the horizon, the sun coming up behind you. And you see at this point, the sand is giving away to packed, cracked earth. Um, I'm going to have Quill roll a nature check to identify what's going on up ahead. Fourteen. Oh, yeah, that's good enough. Um... What Scout would have recognized immediately by sight is that this is a long, dried-out lake bed, which Mm. stretches for what seems like miles. Um, And in fact, one of the clues that helps you realize this is that there's uh, an abandoned rowboat overturned at the banks Mm. of this stretching wasteland. Boats are for water. Hmm. There must have been water here before. You know, it kind of smells like the air is a bit damp over here. Hmm. Where, where are we? Uh, it appears as though we're in a great dried-out lake bed. Huh. Uh, hmm. Quill, you squint further into the rising heat of the morning, and the air before you ripples strangely, as if a mirage is before you in the hmm. lake bed. Be careful. There may be illusions at foot here. Dungeon Master, I, I, wh- what does the mirage look like? Just the horizon? Roll a wisdom saving throw as you attempt to look into this mirage. That's a one. <laughs> That's a one. Um, you feel your throat suddenly go dry as if you are dying of thirst. Oh, no. You see beside you Caustic and Scout sort of dry up and oh, you dissolve. You finally got the bleached bones you wanted. And before you, you see a beautiful vase next to a small muddy pool of water. Oh, that looks like it's full of water. I, I crawl towards it. You both watch Quill lurch forwards um, towards a muddy pool of water that is sort of drying here in this lake bed. Um, And a sort of geriatric water nymph looms behind him, ready to strike. (laughs) Quill, as you reach the waterbed, what do you do? I I would like to roll perception on on this beautiful vase. It looks like it's so full of water that I could drink. Okay, roll perception. That's a one. Looks great. It looks great. And you know what? You are so thirsty that you can almost taste the water above the vase as like it sort of condenses into the air. I just, I just, I gulp down. You drink the water. Mm -hmm. And as Mm -hmm. you watch Mm -hmm. Quill Mm -hmm. hold his Mm -hmm. hands to his mouth and drink down air, the water nymph uh, (sighs) appears to strike initiating combat with Quill. Oh, you poor fool. It looks like you have bad water discipline. I initiate combat. Okay. The party is first. <laughs> what do you do as you see this uh, nymph prepare to strike your companion? Am I still blind? Oh, you can't see. Caustic, what do you do? Uh, let's see. I use Eldritch Blast on the water nymph. That's a two. Out of a miss. Next up is the water nymph. Wonderful. I put my hand over Quill's mouth hmm? and start to smother him of his life force. Hmm. Hmm. 
That is a nine. Yeah. Although the water you have access to is just a small pool, much smaller than the lake that you once rained over, you are able to start to drown Quill. Quill, with your mouth covered and your breath stolen from you by this water nymph, her powers seem to eclipse your casting powers. Next Since I up, can hear real well, I'm moving towards all these voices. Caustic, can you guide me close to this water nymph so I can punch her square in the eye? Kick. Well, I'm gonna just take a swing and hopefully hit them in the chest or the stomach. That's a three, and your swing uh, just goes clean through the water nymph, having no effect on her form. I shall return the waters of your lives to my pool. I wrangle up what little amount of water I have so that I may smother the Fearbolg with what little power I have left. That is an 11, and you are not able to quite subsume Scout, but you hit them really hard. Oh, it was like a slap in your face. Oh, that was rude. I can't even see you. Uh, make just a straight constitution to force the water out of your trachea. I, I, can, I can use my lower hammer. You can also do that if you don't want Dungeon to Dungeon Master, I will, can I see? Yes. Dungeon Master, I pull out my lower hammer and I bring it down on this little asshole's forehead. This is a little woman. Oh my god! Caustic. You see yeah. Quill flail around, uh, <laughs> sort of grappled by this water nymph. Oh my god, this quest party. Alright, I reach out and grab the nymph and use Blight. That is a critical. You sap what remaining water there is of this nymph and no. pull it into a sort of orb that you keep on your person. There we go. I got an orb now. You, you got heavier. What happened? She falls parched to the ground, Please. sort of dried. Please. Here you go, Scout. Drink this. I just hold whatever Caustic handed me in my huge palm. And I'm like, well, are you trying to kill me right now? While you're on my back? It's a water ball. Just drink it. I, I don't drink water that I haven't treated myself. Oh my gosh. It's well, the, then you're gonna die out here in the desert. It's the fifteenth rule of the scouts. <laughs> hey, is that is that water? <laughs> yes. I do have water in my pack. Would you like some quill? Uh, what's wrong with the one that you got right there? I haven't traded it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, dungeon master, uh, a- am I still in the illusion? Uh, it seems that with the passing of this water nymph, um, she's unconscious on the ground. She's lost concentration on what her, whatever illusion she had over you. Oh. Guys, I feel like every move I did in that fight was the worst I could have done. It'd be like that sometimes, you know? It'd be like that. I won. You I did? won the fight. Yeah. Uh, That's what that ball is. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's Are a water you? nymph. It's a ball of water nymph. Oh, no. Am I holding someone's corpse right no, now? No, just... Kind of? You're, you're holding the, the, the... Basically, their essential fluids. Yeah. Oh. Can I have it back if you're not going to drink it? Well, I'm definitely not drinking someone's essential fluids. No, it's... Uh, and I'll take it back. Honestly, it's a nice I, conversation I piece. did read about this. It's high in protein. Uh, it's probably the most healthy thing you no, can you drink. No, you said you don't want it. I want it back now. Well, you can have it, Caustic. Good. I didn't want it in the first put place. put it on a shelf. It's as, mine. As you all bicker over this strange <laughs> orb of water, you watch as it swirls and some of it is siphoned away with a strange crackling purple energy that shoots across the desert in the direction of the west. Jeremy! 
Follow, gonna, follow that purple. I'm going to kill that little son bitch. I saw exactly nothing. You want to lead me? Uh, <laughs> l- Dungeon Master, we, Caustic and I take Scout and we, and we, we chase after. All right, Scout, still blinded, uh, leads you all across the wastes. Um, I, I throw my water skin back to the water nymph as we run away. You get one forgiveness from me. Well, that was awfully big of you. <laughs> the water nymph is still passed out on the ground with the water skin right next to her. She can't reach it. Quill didn't notice. Dungeon Master, I, I stare <laughs> They leave her to die. Dungeon Master, I surreptitiously fire an Eldritch Blast behind my back <laughs> at the water nymph. Do you want to roll for that? Yeah. That's a 17. <laughs> yeah. The first hit. Another hit. Another veritable hit. Um, As the adventuring party darts away across the dunes, uh, we, the audience, watch as... The Eldritch Blast bursts open the little capsule of water and sprays the small remaining droplets on the dry, packed earth, and the water nymph meets her end. Continuing on, our adventurers uh, begin to travel once more into nightfall. Having not slept for over 24 hours, um you are all going to experience some effects of exhaustion. So I, as the DM, if you do not choose to rest, I will get to impose disadvantage on any role I choose. I don't want to rest. Uh, hey, uh, except for cost. Yeah. He can't be, he can't be exhausted. You guys, you guys feeling a case of the sleepies? Nope. I haven't eaten in six hours and usually I eat every two hours. You ate those mushrooms. Oh, they, they they hold very little in terms of uh, nutrition, but a lot in terms of uh, demonic energy. Okay, you guys want to make camp and rest for a little bit? Oh, yes. That That's so kind of you to suggest Great that. Great suggestion, Caustic. Don't worry about it. Just wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do something real quick. Okay, you guys make camp. Uh, okay. I, I go back the way we came from a little bit. Okay. All right. I'll start setting up camp. Uh, I need your help, though, with this. Yes, Will. yes, we did leave the tent behind. I also am completely blind. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, Scout and I uh, work together uh, in a bonding exercise to try to uh, uh, makeshift a campsite. Roll for friendship. <laughs> Fifteen! Oh my god, that's pretty good. Quill, I, I don't know if anyone has ever said this to you, but... People generally don't talk to me, so your, 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 your likelihood is high. Well, you, you often say that, that people don't give you compliments in the guild, but I, I think I liken you to a really close friend. Thank you, Scout. Yeah. Yeah. I think of you as a friend, too. As I'm building a fire. I can't see Quill at all, but I reach out and try to touch his face. Roll, roll for that. Roll, rolling for that. That is four. Out my eye. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's, it's the thought that counts, much, much like my song. I wish I could treat it for you, but I, I'm quite ineffectual at first aid right now <laughs> you you and me both scout. okay i'm back i have i have food for you guys really yeah it's some meat mm. just cook it up mm. don't worry about it just mm. eat it hey, it's this or nothing you can starve or you can eat this i found it it's do fine we, i got it for you i just lift it off caustic and throw it over the fire oh, do we have any of that orb left no it's oh, fine you said you didn't want it no it was definitely destroyed <laughs> You want to eat some of this meat? Uh, Dungeon Master, I don't think I even need to roll to know where this came from. 
but I don't care. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'll start roasting it. <laughs> it smells amazing. You are both so hungry that See, you really could not care less. I'm a good friend. Yep. Oh, it's it's too hot to really eat right now, but I don't care. Nope, me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd offer water, but I I threw it at. Uh, uh, Just blow I? on it. It'll yeah. cool down. I, I reach into my pack and I, I pull out a canteen of a uh, beverage, a uh, uh, good berry wine that I carry around. I'm like, here, let's take a little nip. Oh, guys, let's just let's just have a little 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 uh, brunch here. <laughs> As you settle down to eat, I'm gonna have first scout make a wisdom saving throw. <clears throat> That's a four. That is a four. So. As you pass away your uh, your canteen, um, you feel a sort of new darkness, different from the blindness that you experienced, uh, possess your body as a shadow wraith takes control of Scout. You two don't currently notice this, but one of our NPCs is controlling Scout at this campfire side dinner time, brunch time. Just three friends out in the desert enjoying a good old brunch. Yeah. Mm. Cooking up something that I cooking brought up, back. Cooking up something that I'm not going to question. It's the water nymph. It's the water it's nymph. The yes, water it's nymph. 100% it is. the water nymph. Yeah. Scout, how you doing? Scout, you haven't touched your water nymph. I'm fine. I, I'm doing well. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yes. That checks out. Mm-hmm. Scout always sounds like that. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Well, wh- wh- why haven't you touched your water nymph? Is it because uh, it's close to cannibalism? Oh, I've had quite enough myself. I figured I'd save some for my wonderful friends. Hmm. Well, that sounds like something Scout would say. Scout's yeah. very selfless. Yep. Hmm. Well, you haven't touched your wine, and it's your your, your goodberry wine. Hmm. I've given up drinking. Mm, dungeon Master, I'd like to roll per. Yeah, that seems a little suspect. Yeah. Right. Insight, insight. Mm, I think roll. there's a reason that Scout chills out so quick. Yeah. It's a fourteen. Mm, Scout drinks often and somehow still remains very healthy. Lent? I've given it up for Lent. Roll deception. Uh, Shadow mm. Wraith, please roll deception. That's a ten. The great dwarvish Lent was last week, and you're not a dwarf. Um, It's... It's a f- it's a furbolg thing. I'm a f- I'm a furbolg. Dungeon yeah. master, yeah. I cast etherealness. <laughs> All right, you cast etherealness, and moving into the ethereal plane, mm-hmm. uh, you see a sort of strange shadowiness around Scout's physical form. Um, you're not able to interpret it at this moment, but you know something has come over Scout. Dungeon Master, can I deliver an ethereal punch? Uh, yeah, why don't you roll to hit? Or let's initiate combat. Let's see. The Shadow Wraith. I initiate ethereal combat. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Um, the Shadow Wraith goes first and clocks you, shifting into ethereal form. Shadow Wraith, what do you do? I'm going to just... Use scout strength to swipe across the face with a big old wallop. Okay, roll to hit Quill. That's a seven, so you get punched in the face, but um, for whatever reason, some sort of fortitude. Ha! I knew this wasn't Scout. Scout loves berry wine. Yeah. Scout loves berry wine, and you're not as charming as Scout. Dungeon Master, I would like to cast Guided Bolt to pierce through this shadow and not hurt 
scout. It was a one. Ow, you dingus. Ow! You scorched the sand next to it, piercing through the imperial plane into the material, creating this sort of spurt of glass up into the night. Caustic, you're going to go next. Mm. I don't know. Um, I'm going to cast Chaining on Scout's possessed body. All right. Fourteen. You are able to quickly grapple Scout in a series of arcane chains, and the Shadow Wraith is expelled from their body. You see this sort of, like, plume of black smoke hit the night, and now the Shadow Wraith is with you in the material plane. It's their turn. I'm going to grab the spike of glass you've just created for me and throw a chunk of it right into your chest. Um, that is a 13. It passes through Quill's ethereal form and smashes into Caustic's ribcage, shattering his collarbone. Oh, up yours, buddy. Next up, Scout, you blink and your blindness seems to have cleared through this strange possession. It's your turn. Whoa, okay. Oh, I, I call from the ethereal again. realm. Scout, you've been possessed. Punch that thing. And then I, I reach out and my eyes focus and I, I realize my friends are in danger. I reach out and I take a swipe at the Shadow Wraith, try to grab its leg, and then fling it across the desert. That is a three. You try to make physical contact with it, and it slips from your fingers. Yeah, it's a wraith. Oh, god damn. Dungeon Master, still in the ethereal form, I attempt to pierce my hand through its incorporeal form to attempt to crush its core. That is a 16, and you take the heart of the Shadow Wraith in your hand, and suddenly you have this sort of surge of power as if you have control over the Wraith. Didn't think I knew about you, did you? <laughs> Wraiths always have a core. Who sent you? Agma, <laughs> and I crush it. That's cool. A ripple effect scatters across the desert as the sands sort of slowly are pushed back by the exploding black smoke. Um, Quill, at its core, you open your hand and you find a boon inside, uh, a shimmering opalescent resurrection stone that will allow you to preserve a soul inside of it. Costa, and hmm? I found, I found a stone. Oh, that's that, neat. That holds a, a soul in it, but you don't have to kill a village. No. If you want to do it the f- easy way. I did the fun way. That's... I respect our difference in opinion. Well, that soul would just be trapped in there. It doesn't get to do stuff outside oh, of it. Oh, that's yeah. fair. You that's just fair. get to hear it talk. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. While they're talking, Scout is examining their body, making sure everything's normal and whatnot, so they haven't seen themselves in a while. Dungeon Master, I pocket the stone. Quill pockets the stone as Scout performs preliminary first aid on themselves, finding everything as it should be. So, Scout, uh, I, 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 I uh, return to the corporeal realm, and I, and I go to the fire, and I pick up the, the obviously water nymph steak, and I said, you haven't even touched your food. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you. I take a huge bite of it, and start, I start sitting and sucking my fingers because it's so tasty. <laughs> it tastes really good. You are both welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Caustic. Caustic. Yeah. Caustic, you look different. What's different about you? <gasps> you uh, you did something with your clothing? Caustic. That's the only thing about me could change. Well, my collarbone's all messed up. Oh, you guys got some mm. tape. Uh, of Dungeon Master, would my healing spell work on his bones? 
Okay. Uh, caustic's corporeal form does not count as organic tissue. Mm. So your heels do not necessarily apply here. I look over to Scout. Scout, you want to have a cute montage where we accessorize and heal him? And oh then, my god, no. Just take and me back together. And then make him in the, in the heights of fashion because no. he secretly wants to look amazing? No. Absolutely. Oh, no. yes. Montage. Dungeon no. Master, we roll for montage. Be alone. As you scavenge That's around. That's a 15. I hate you both. Ooh, we cut to us, and, we, and there's this beautiful desert, bioluminescent blue, uh, like you. fern, and we wrap it up together. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. We wove in a grass pantsuit for you, because I collect grasses, and uh, we, we tie it on to you. You don't have a lot of material to hold it up yourself, so uh, I use a rope to wrap it around your waist and keep it up. Mm-hmm. And, I, we, and we find these adorable little desert snails that, that secrete a adhesive goo. And then I, and I, and we, when you piece it together, and a little happy family of snails lives in there, and they slowly no. heal his bones. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, that's actually gonna hold quite well. It's, it's a bit sticky. And then we just cut to a wide shot of us all laughing outside of the campfire, drinking berry wine. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Oh, I love you, buddy. Oh. I'll kill you I, I gently lean my head on Scout. I put my arm around Caustic and, and bring him in real no. close. Kill off me! I fall asleep and in their nuzzle. arms. We all nuzzle together. Okay. Uh, you rise in the morning with the dawn. Uh, sun coming up in the east, heating up the extremely cold desert air really rapidly. And uh, you notice that you are still under this really long shadow. Hmm. The sun's up, but the sun ain't up. You know what I'm saying? 74, 75, 76. Guys, turn half, around look behind you. We turn around. Behind you 80. all, you see that this shadow is being cast by a tower that you did not see in the night. Um, this apparently ivory tower that tilts at a sort of 45 degree angle to the ground, sitting ominously on the horizon. 99, 100, 100 push-ups every morning. I get off of Scout, who I've been sitting on uh, and enjoying like uh, like a little ride as we go up and down in the push-ups, thus uh, giving higher resistance training. And I say, look, a great ivory tower. How did we not see that in the night? That's so embarrassing. I know it. I didn't see a lot of things yesterday, so... I'm not surprised. <laughs> this tower seems to be modeled with shades of whitish gray mildew and uh, scored with little caps of purple fungus all along it. And the line of yellow mushrooms leads right up to it. Dungeon Master, I look at it, fear growing in my eyes. I open up the Book of Prophecy and skip to page 55, and I see an exact picture of this tower. Ooh. I was. I thought this was just a cute illustration, but I think it means something. And that's where we'll pick up for the next episode of Improvised D&D. Thank you everyone so much for listening to Arc 4, Episode 2 of Improvised D&D. It feels like a nice, wholesome balance to Arc 3. As always, it would mean the world to us if you might share this with someone you think might also enjoy such furbolg friendships, mystical mushrooms, and lich fashion montages. It would also help our podcast out immensely if you were to nip on over to iTunes and leave us a 5-star rating and a kind little review. Also, we got all them social media pages. This is Weez on Instagram and on Twitter as Improvised D&D, that's the word, and, and then we've got Facebook as Out on a Whims, 
improvised D&D with ampersand because they let us use it. Come on down and hang out. We got fan art Fridays. We got little side quests and featurettes. And as long as society's closed, every Sunday night at 7 p.m., we've got a stage version of the show on YouTube. Scout the Furbolg Park Ranger is played by Sarah Little. Quillhaven Crest Azimar Cleric is played by Bailey Picorni. That's myself. And Caustic the Scathing Lich Mage is played by Judson Russell. Our two NPCs were Kaylee Ravinsky and Quentin Hess. And our dungeon master is, of course, Michaela Voigt. The legendary immortal audio beast Hograst is sleeping, so I'm going to do the music credits very quietly. Our intro song was Call to Swords by Tim Beak, and all of our atmosphere tracks are done by Michael Gelfi. Anyway, this is Quillhaven Crest signing off. Search for si- Oh, goodness. Okay, everyone search for signs of the apocalypse. I need to go brew some more milk. Goodbye. <laughs>